Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. And we are going to go going sorry to go over the February real estate stats from the Toronto Real Estate Board. So, welcome. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, I hope you had a great week. Welcome back. We are going to talk about the February stats today. So those came out uh, last week. Yep, late last week. Late last week. And um, yeah, a lot of the same news we've been hearing <laughs> month after month. Let's just uh, press pause and tell you to go back and exactly. listen, to, listen to February 7th <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah. The only, okay, well, we'll, we'll go over them. And yeah. We'll, we'll kind of yeah, get into no, that. Yeah, no, I think people like to hear this. Yeah, I think they like to hear it too. Um, yeah, so we had um, great prices. Uh, sales were down a fair bit, though, from last February, almost 17%. That's the number of sales. Number yeah, of volume. sales, yeah. Mm-hmm. Still the second best on record, though. Second best February on record, which is interesting. Uh, but down 17% from last February. So that's all fine. Mm-hmm. No surprise there. It's just yeah, your typical supply and demand issue because as a result of that we had another record price increase yeah see that and clearly you see the relationship between supply and demand mm-hmm. um yeah so how record-breaking well we were up 27.7 percent yeah right so these numbers sound just almost identical to january's numbers yeah right? yeah, so, yeah so in january didn't the volume go down like 16 percent? i think like so that? i think so. so is there something that you know if that happens a certain number of months in a row then you start to think differently about it or? i don't know i think in my view what we what you care about primarily is what's happening to the dollars yeah and uh you know the Good news in all of these accounts is like how that's going crazy. Mm-hmm. Good news for sellers. Good news, yeah, not <laughs> so good for buyers. Um, so we were up, uh, like I said, twenty seven point seven percent, and that brought the average price of a home in the GTA to one point three three five. Yeah, which is pretty crazy. And when we talk about those averages, again, we mean uh, condos, townhouses, for detached, anything that for changed, anywhere. anything that sold anywhere in the anywhere GTA. in the GTA. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's, it's crazy. Uh, we had a lot of condo growth too, which was nice to see. Um, and I'll break that down. Um, but here's what really got me is that the average price of a detached home in the 416 for the first time, almost 2.1 million. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, that was up 23% from last year. So you want to detach, you need 2 million for the most part. Yeah. But if you want to go to the 905, you're not paying much less. 1.727. Right. And as you say, that gap is shrinking every month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were up 33%. Mm -hmm. See, that's mm -hmm. going to creep. It's going to creep, yeah, with already, I think like... You know, this time last year, there was probably like a six, seven hundred thousand dollar difference. And now we're like right. a three hundred thousand dollar difference. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. So, one point seven in change versus two million. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, pretty crazy prices, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, detached, I think, you know, for many of us, is just going to be way out of the range of a possibility, mm-hmm. you know, coming up. And mm-hmm. so if you have one, you might want to hold on to it for, yeah. <laughs> for the indefinite period. Um, semi-detached in the 416 had the lowest growth. That was only up 14%, and the average semi-detached in Toronto, 1.5. We had uh, townhouses in both the 416 and the 905 up huge amount, uh, 23% in the 416 and 32% in the 905. uh, Average townhouse was 1.1 for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So only a little bit of difference between those two products which is interesting. So that that gap has officially become the same. Mm-hmm. No gap. Mm-hmm. Seen with condos, this is interesting. The average condo in the 416 now 822,000, but the average condo in the 905 is 756. Wow. Yeah. So almost the same there too because mm-hmm. the condos in the 905 went up 34%. Mhm. And again, we're seeing that because people can't afford the detached or the semi-detached. So, right. You know. They're spilling over into that market. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the numbers are surprising. They're really surprising. Yeah, that's, um, you know, that's unprecedented, a long time of unprecedented growth. It is, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And even those are um, year-over-year numbers, like even just on a monthly basis. Yeah. Like, Every time I, you know, book an appointment, oh, the number's gone up. Yeah. Like it's, you know, it, it month really over is. month, it's going crazy. And it's so funny mm-hmm. because you think, okay, well, the last, oh, well, I think I've mentioned this, but I'll, I think it's worth mentioning again, just as an example, I have clients looking for a condo at around Yorkdale Mall. Okay. Okay. Which is not, you know, let's be honest, it's not the best neighborhood in the city. And these condos in this very old building same, you know, they're like a three bedroom, two bath unit. Last year we're selling for between 520 to 530. They are now this year selling for, uh, the last one sold for 685. And, and again, that's a lot of money to live in a place like that, Mm -hmm. but you just, we're just not, Mm -hmm. that's what you can afford here Mm -hmm. now. Right. Mm -hmm. If you want that kind of space. So, yeah, I know. I, you know, uh, Similar story. I had uh, clients who bought a townhouse in uh, the GTA in January, and I was—I'm always like, "Oh, it's like so much money for a townhouse or whatever, whatever." Yeah. And we did a—you um, know—but they did buy a place, and um, uh, before it closed recently, we did a buyer's visit, and they were, "Oh my gosh, thank goodness we bought when we bought, because <laughs> the difference in a month—we couldn't have afforded it now." Isn't that crazy? In a month. In a month. Mm-hmm. So they're so happy. And that's why we have to be, I think, you know, also very cognizant of not contributing to these crazy price increases where, you know, that's a topic for another day. But, you know, for example, I like to say, don't put an offer in on something that you really can't afford because it's just going to drive the price up if there's 18 offers instead of six. Right. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but we digress. But, yeah, you're right. I think it's... uh, yeah, I was so surprised at this buyer's visit. Their view was, thank goodness, we could not afford it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah. really? Yeah. They well, also had the advantage of people earlier in the year and maybe the end of last year had the advantage of, um, you know, kind of locking into an interest rate before there was any news. 
Right. Um, now, I don't think the news has had is going to have a big impact, but I think it was the threat of an impact that... Um, that concerned these people. Yeah, and I and fair. I think that's mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. Um, and we know it's going up again. Yeah. You know, a couple more times. I think the the what I do find I've noticed in the last two weeks has been the amount of inventory has it definitely yeah increased. Now I we're mean, in the spring market now. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's really healthy to see. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I don't have enough data yet to really look at the sales and kind of see how that's all played out. But definitely I can say from, yeah. from Since a... Since Family Day weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But And that's what happens every year. Every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I can't actually wait to see how that all goes down. Yeah. So you would expect that not every listing is going to go crazy in terms of number of offers and... Uh, but... I still suspect the sale prices are going to go crazy, but I maybe w- just fewer. Me too. You know, the buyers are spread out over more, but they're still going to, you know, get yeah. the value there. Yeah. Today I see, just I'm looking in the East End, you know, there's three suspensions, three terminations. So that tells me those didn't sell. Yeah. And you're seeing more price changes. So more price mm-hmm. changes. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is not the time to get greedy mm-hmm. in your pricing. You have well, to be yeah, realistic. I've heard a lot of realtors talking about that, that yeah, a I've lot of people that. now... Yeah, are are saying that their sellers have that January February mindset. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's a, it's pretty nuts actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I I am very curious to see how these numbers shake out. Yeah. And if we see a yeah. bit of a, I don't think we're going to see a clawback at all, but I do no. think there's going to be maybe maybe like a little more. Um, some areas might be a little evened out. Yeah. Evened out is probably not the yeah. right word, but... Yeah. And this recent experience, these numbers kind of support, you know, how Janelle and I, I don't know, well, maybe I'm speaking out of turn, but I definitely talk to clients about the merits of coming out with their house for sale at the beginning of a season yeah. of the cycle. Yeah. Um, you know, why wait until everybody else I know. If you don't have to. So, I know. You know I I'll, agree. Sometimes there's reasons that, for the timing, but if yeah. you don't have to... I'm all for coming out yeah. now in January and early February. Well, I told every one of my clients, like, the best thing that you should be doing right now, last month, selling, mm-hmm. like, January, February, mm-hmm. giving yourself a really long yeah. close, mm-hmm. wait till the interest rates go up a little bit, we're going to get more inventory on the market, then buy when maybe it's a little easier to find something. Yeah. That would be the best case scenario, but they, they yeah. no one, very few listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody seems to be hung up on weather. And yeah, uh, wanting yeah. to wait till the tulips have popped through, and right, right, you know, then you get uh, you know the argument that the weather's too nice that people don't want to go looking at houses. That's right. <laughs> we can't win in this place. <laughs> can't win. <laughs> so yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to see. I always think you know motivated, qualified buyers are, are yeah unaffected by weather, right? Mm-hmm. Especially in the good neighborhoods. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know where you tend to see more of an impact is I don't know, like if you've got. Houses with pools or houses with right. beautiful ravine right. settings right. or, mm-hmm. you know, right. things like that. Or sometimes a, re- a really nice view of the yeah. lake or something, which, you know, people like better in the summertime. Yeah. So yeah. That's um, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, yeah, it doesn't really make a difference mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm selling one with a pool tomorrow, which... You do you know, have pictures of the pool in the summer? Yeah, so yeah. people can imagine. Yeah, they can mm-hmm. imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else can you do, mm-hmm. you know? It's got to go. <laughs> this house must go. Um, okay, so let's talk about our favorite, uh, the winners and the losers. Mm-hmm. So top 
area for all of the 416 in terms of a detached was E10 again. Again, right? Again. Yeah. So they must be catching up. 44% increase in E10 from last February. Yeah, and it makes sense why that... You know, number was creeping up, but mm-hmm. it gets to a point where now got to shift to somewhere else. Holy cow, mm-hmm. 44%. So, yeah, brought the average detached home in E10 to 1.459. Right. I mean, right. who would have ever thought over there? Right. Um, but with all the price, the price escalations everywhere else, it made sense that people then started to look where they may not have otherwise looked. But, yeah. you know, it... You know, we've talked about several neighborhoods in the city that have become gentrified over time, and that's what happens. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. think about, you know, some members of my family who wouldn't live in parts of, you know, South Riverdale or Leslieville or when, you know, decades passed, and like now, you mm-hmm. couldn't live there. That's right. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. You know, a friend of mine bought a place in, um, on the sort of, uh, I don't even know what pocket you'd call it, but it's sort of on the on on Hamilton Street. Okay, and I think they paid. Oh God, I think it was like a hundred and fifty thousand or something. Like this was maybe fifteen years ago or something. Yeah, <laughs> and at the time it was like the worst street in the city. Yeah, and yeah. she's and she was and it was long before I knew her and. Um, and, she, and she, apparently she said to her husband, like, this is the place we need yeah. to buy. Yeah. This, I know this is going to, so close to the city, it's going to pop. Yeah. And he's like, you're crazy. <laughs> right. And now. It, it has popped. Uh-huh. I had a similar experience with friends uh, who bought in um, in the junction. Oh, yeah. 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 Same, same thing. Right. Like, mm, I know. Yeah. And the junction's one, like, that's been in our time. Yeah. You know, the time we've been selling real estate, we're like, oh, my God, this place is just Yeah, I know. Like, my cousin lived on, uh, is it Lang? Down in the East End, is it Lang? L-A-I-N. Oh, L A I N G. And my and her mother wouldn't go visit her. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, good. So okay, so we had uh, yeah, so E ten, which is, there are some lovely areas in E ten because you're right yeah. by the water and yeah. stuff. Um, that was the highest. The lowest was W one. Okay. Which is which has been the kind of the case every Where's year. Where's W one? W one is High Park and um, uh, lower High Park, below Bloor and Swansea, and uh, great neighborhood. I'm, I don't know why that would be the lowest. Me either, but it has been several yeah. months in a row. But it was still almost sixteen <laughs> percent. So the lowest was not so low. But it is interesting. I don't know why. Lowest? Are you talking? I'm sorry. Increase. I... Lowest increase mm-hmm. for detached. Detached mm-hmm. only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, de- the the increases reach you know range from basically sixteen percent to forty four percent. So the worst the worst you've done mm-hmm. if you own a detached is sixteen percent. Mm-hmm. Sounds all right. Yeah, it sounds really good. I, I can't figure out why that would be there, con- you know, fairly consistently. Me either. Um, highest price of all the city was. Can you guess? I'm sure you can. Well, like Rosedale, you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So uh, 4.1 million for C9. 4.1 million. Um, well, you know, so that includes everything, right? Yeah. So you have houses in Regent Park included in you C9. Do. So, you do. You mm-hmm. do. Yeah, a little bit of everything there. Because yeah. in Rosedale itself, you can't get a house for 4 million. You certainly cannot. Mm-hmm. I wish I could. Not that I can afford that either. Mm-hmm. Um, the least expensive place for a detached this month was... Um, in E6. Oh, I'm shocked by that. Me too. One, and just nudged out 
some of the others, but um, I would have thought something like around Downsy Park or something yeah, like that. Yeah, E6 and E4 were almost the same, 1.2 and change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love E6. I like E6 is I nice. Like E4. I don't know E4 as well, but yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and W3 E6 led the way through much well. of COVID. They did, and so maybe yeah. it's just uh, their increases are still good, but they have a lot of small bungalows there. That's the thing about E6. You probably have way more million dollar homes than you do two million dollar homes mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. tiny bungalows with two bedrooms so mm-hmm. that kind of offsets that mm-hmm. all right let's talk uh condos in the 416 um and the highest increase of all the neighborhoods was e9 again i think it was mm-hmm. the same last year oh i lied i lied c15 c15 38 percent so um that's North Scarborough, um, like no C fifteen is like Bayview and yeah, okay, yeah, Bayview and right. uh, like Shepherd, yeah, yeah. So not bad, not bad. And C fifteen, um, you can buy a condo there for nine fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the lowest increase of all the city, and they they were all all in and around the same this month, which was interesting. Um, but lowest of all was C four. 17 percent yeah so not a lot of condos in c4 not a lot of condos Mm -hmm. in c4 there's like three buildings yeah (laughs) yeah not very many at all yeah so you know again yeah you have to these numbers are interesting but you have to know the story behind them exactly Mm -hmm. yeah so just so you know cheapest place to buy a condo um if you want one in the city is w9 Mm -hmm. for five hundred and three thousand. that's all right Mm mm-hmm there's nothing wrong with that. Most expensive condos in the city were in, uh, actually, in E2 this month. Oh, no, sorry, C3, C3, 1.256. Yeah, so there's a lot, like, around Young and St. Clair yeah. there. And, yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. But uh, mm-hmm. E2, which is in the beach, almost right behind it, also uh, one point, just over 1.1. 1. 1. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about the 905, because this is always the most fascinating um, information, I think, uh, if we look at the highest increase of all of the 905, we had all kinds in the 40%, 40% increases. Um, but Oshawa, 50.33%, wow. 50% <laughs> increase since last year. Mm-hmm. How can that even be possible? Mm-hmm. Even surprises me. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something? And you can get a detached in Oshawa now for a million and fifty-seven. Mm-hmm. They, uh, people in Oshawa never would have guessed that. Mm-hmm. Never. But, I mean, um, it makes sense. Yep. It does. It does. Um, and then <laughs> the lowest increase for a detached, and this, these numbers are just really and truly crazy, um, lowest of all was Burlington at 33% or Oakville at 32 mm-hmm. <laughs> Right? <laughs> oh, boy. So if we look again at the uh, where you can buy a detached, uh, you know, for the lowest price in all of the 905, Innisfil is where you can still get a detached for about 865, mm-hmm. um, which is not too bad. We also have, uh, you know, all of Simcoe County, actually, like a little under a million, which is good. Yeah. 
Um, but the most expensive of all is uh, Oakville, which is just around, hovering around $2 million, mm-hmm. and Richmond Hill, which is just over $2 million. Right. King City, too, actually, oh, oh, just yeah, are all around $2 million. Those are kind of premium locations, generally. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. So that's that was that. Um, so, yeah, you got to really start thinking about if you're looking for something this year and you're looking for a detached home, you know, where might you go? How much further do you need to go? You know, what are some options for you? Or don't buy detached at all. And Right. You know. And if you're sitting owning one of these places, mm-hmm. what's your, your thought process now? It's just so hard to say. I mean, I think... Um, Again, you know, we've talked about before, really, I guess it's kind of based on your lifestyle and what you want mm-hmm. to do next. But I think, you know, Treb says they anticipate the market slowing down the latter half of this year and still getting great increases, but more normal, like 6 7%, right. as opposed to, you know, 50 Right. right. So is yeah. now, does that make now the optimal time? Might. Yeah. I mean, if you're buying and selling in the same market, that's one thing that's okay, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, maybe if you're if you're a person, I think in particular now, if you're um, someone who's sitting in a property and you've owned it for a while and you're ready to make a housing change and a location change, mm-hmm. that maybe you know, if you're thinking of downsizing or moving, uh, you don't need to, you have no reason anymore to live in the Primo location, mm-hmm. maybe now's a good time to do that mm-hmm. because the gap between your sale price and the purchase might be greatest than it's been. I think so. Um, but, you know, for a good chunk of people, I probably would stay put. I hate to say that as a real estate agent. I know. Um, but lifestyle things happen, you know. Um, I, yeah. You know, you, there are times when you have to sell your house despite knowing, you know, financially it might not be the right time to do it. That's but, right. And so those people have to. Um, and I think people who um, want to different size. Maybe There's it's a, good a lot time. of that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. a good time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or even if, yeah, different size I mm-hmm. think is, is the perfect way. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that I'm talking to that are downsizing right now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're yeah. just outgrowing. Yeah. Yeah. They move, they're moving on from their larger homes. So. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, there still are effects of COVID. I have a friend whose company has decided, it's a very big Canadian company, that they are not going to mandate return to work. So a lot of people in that company now are thinking, are, are going to live yeah. anywhere across the country. Right. Now you can. Yeah. Yeah. So those kind of people, right. I would I would be cashing in. Anywhere in the world if you yeah. want, right? Yeah. If you don't have to come in very often. Yeah. Move to Spain. Don't, they don't have to at all. So my friend's boss is moving to BC. Oh, my Still God. Still going to be your boss. Wow. But in BC. That's pretty lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A bit jealous. <laughs> so we need to contact that company. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and get to work with that exactly. HR uh, department. Relocation. Yeah. We can help you. <laughs> Okay, everyone. Well, hopefully that's uh, good information for you. We love to talk about the stats. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if people like it as much as we love to talk about it, <laughs> or as much as I love to talk about it. Um, but um, that's where we're at, and we'll see how we do next month. I think I think it could be a little bit different, just because we've got more inventory. I think definitely volume is going to be up, and I think that prices might moderate slightly, Maybe but slightly. still be crazy. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's see if we're right. Yeah. 
Um, okay, great. So let us know if you have any questions. Feel free to reach out and, uh, you know, just give some feedback altogether. We love to hear your feedback and if you're enjoying our podcast. Um, we're getting lots of listeners, so we really appreciate all the people who are listening out there. Thank you. Um, we're growing on the regular, so spread the word. Have a good week, everyone. Have a good week. Happy real estate. Happy real estate. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.